What is going on, y'all? Welcome to the Joel Friday TV podcast. I am Joel Friday TV. Bienvenido. Welcome to the show. It's amazing. It is Friday. It's not Tuesday. It is Friday, and we got an interesting show coming up here. Welcome to the show. Amazing stuff. Let's get right into it. Topics to be covered today. As you guys know, last week, what did we talk about? I don't know. I forgot. 
But that's why I got it written down here. Last week, we talked about why the world today hates Jesus. We got into that. Why in the world today hates Jesus? We got into that, and we talked about because of the fact that... um, God doesn't make plans. God um, doesn't like the ego. God doesn't um, fit into people's feelings. And people don't like that. So we got into that and some other things. Um, I can't remember fully right now because I don't even remember what I ate for breakfast. So um, if you want a podcast, but it was deep. It was very deep and insightful. So if you want to uh, podcast that, you can watch that at another time. You had that opportunity either on YouTube or you can listen to the audio podcast on Apple, Apple Music, Spotify, all that good stuff, right? So you can podcast that. But today we are talking about Thanksgiving family arguments, the drama that goes down at the dinner table. Oh, we get into it because some very interesting stuff came up, popped up, and I want to get into it because I realized a lot and I and um, it was very interesting. So I want to get into some stuff like that. Also, happy Black Friday. Also, happy Thanksgiving post. Right. Amazing. I had a great day yesterday. I enjoyed the food. Um, It was very interesting. A lot of stuff was going on. Um, and even though there were some arguments that was happening, it was all in the name of Jesus. It was all good, right? Um, but it was getting hot. It got hot. Um, but we're going to get into that and I'll get more into detail. So, um, before you do that, you know what you got to do first. First, hit that like button, smack it. Lay the smack down on the like, subscribe, and share button. Tell your people's, 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 people's about the show so we can get the message out and the subscribers up. I said it backwards, but you guys get the point, right? Make sure you guys do that. Instagram, you can do that as well. Tell your people, 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 people people about the show. Hey, what's up, Nicole? Nicole is in the Instagram chat right now. She said hollering. (laughs) Um, My cousin um, is in the chat, and she was there last night at the dinner table. (laughs) What's up, Nicole? Uh, Amazing stuff. Um, anyway, before we get into that, let me just make these few announcements. You can call in. It is a talk show. You can call in and you can, we could talk about the topic at hand. We could talk about past shows, whatever you want to talk about. We could talk about it. You can call in at 888-775-3773 and we can get into it. I don't mind. I'm here for it. We can argue, we can fellowship, whatever you want to do all in the name of Jesus. You can do that. If you can't call in for whatever reason, you're busy, you're driving, you ain't got no arms, whatever. If you cannot call in, you can super chat or send a donation via buy me a coffee and I'll answer your question or comments and I'll read them out live on air or you could just support the show financially and donate as well. So you can send a super chat, you can see the you could toggle that in the chat box, or I posted the link in my description, 
and uh, it'll take you straight to um, buymeacoffee.com, and you can donate a donut, right? Not an actual donut, but a donut in the form of um, a donation. And you can send your question or comment there, and I will read it live on air, right? Amazing stuff. I'm on all podcast platforms, audio, audio only. I am on all of them, I think. I should be on all of them. But the main ones, Apple Music, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and all those ones, I am on those. So if you ever want to listen to the show, audio only, then I am on those. Just type in Joel Friday TV Podcast, and I'll pop right up. Boom! And you can watch the, the past episodes. Right? Amazing stuff. So let's get into the topic today. Chat, how y'all doing? How's the chat doing? Matthew with the super chat already. Thank you, Matthew. I appreciate it. He says, happy Black Friday, Mr. Friday. Well, half your day. He black. Love you. Right on, uh, Matthew. I appreciate it. Love you back. You the man. And thanks for always watching the show. I always see you in the in the, in the chat. You amazing. Um, this whole time I thought it was an actual donut. John Frederick said he thought it was an actual donut. That would be, and you can donate me some actual donuts too. I ain't mad about it. Maple bar, maple bar, glazed twist, and donut holes. Actually, donut holes before the glazed twist. Maple bar and donut holes. I ain't mad about it. And an orange juice. Stop playing. Don't play with me. Hake says freeze the donut for later. <laughs> I freeze a lot of stuff. Not gonna lie. As soon as that expiration date looks like it's coming up, put it in the freezer. <coughs> and that thing will last months. Joel, the Super GSS Norris says, Joel, I'm working out. Right on. Get those gains. I got my last pumpkin pie of the season waiting at home right now. Mr. Pink, here's where we have a problem. You bought pumpkin pie. Uh-uh. Uh-uh-uh. If you're going to watch the show, you got to be you gotta be eating some sweet potato pie only. Only, sir. Nah, I'm playing. Pumpkin pie is good, too, but it ain't like sweet potato pie. I'll tell you that. Anyway. All right, let's get into the topic. So yesterday, I was at my family's house, family member's house, or my mom, my mom's house. And, um, you know, my uncles came over, well, uncle, and my um, cousins and my siblings were there. And every time we have family gatherings, we all eat and then we talk, we conversate, right? We, we, we enjoy um, the fellowship. It always ends up happening inevitably. Sometimes we play some games. Sometimes we, like, do some dance videos. If you see my profile, some of my siblings, we do, like, a little dance video, TikTok. We hit the moves. Uh. Uh, sometimes we do it, sometimes we don't, but 99% of the time we're talking, right? We're getting into some conversation and that's exactly what happened yesterday. And some things came up that were very interesting and I wanted to, uh, talk about it. Friday was the Kanye. Uh, my cousin says Friday was the Kanye West of the family last night. <laughs> When I tell you guys, let me let me just like lay the groundwork. When I tell you guys that they tried to jump me 
and I don't mean physically, right? But I mean like arguments. And it's not the first time that happens. And I'm I'm okay with that. I'm not even mad about it. But when I tell you that the whole family was against me, <laughs> it was so interesting. Let me adjust here. And um, and that's okay because it's all fun. Like it was fun stuff. And you know, nobody was like angry, nobody was like, you know, about to fight or anything like that. But it was like good debate, right? And everybody was going against me, but one of the things that came up was, um, what did I say? Uh, my, my uncle had said, um, there was a topic, not just my uncle, but my uncle and a few others were talking about that evil doesn't exist, right? That was one of the, talk, the, 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 the arguments, that evil doesn't exist. And I was like, what the? And people were really saying that e- evil doesn't exist. And I was listening to the explaining, and I can understand why um, they were saying that, you know, like my uncle and, and my cousins were, you know, were saying this, that evil doesn't exist. And to me, I thought that was so interesting. And um, I totally disagreed. I totally disagreed because, um, but I understood what they were saying. And the argument was um, that there, there's only God. God is the only being that exists, only love, right? And evil doesn't exist. The only way evil evil exists, evil exists, is if we believe into it, right? And that was my my uncle's argument, along with some other other, other people there. And I just didn't agree with it because for me, um, just because we believe into it or not doesn't mean it exists or not. So, for example, the the argument that I used was um, if an atheist doesn't believe in God, does that mean that God doesn't exist? Right? If an atheist doesn't believe in God, which they don't, does that mean he doesn't exist? So that was my argument, but they were saying that no, evil doesn't exist. It only exists if you believe into it. And I just didn't agree with that. And then my uncle goes on to, um, he, he goes further and he's like, okay, well, let's think about how when you're a child, when you're a baby, and you first come out the womb, um, why, when you do have evil thoughts or you start doing evil things, why does that happen? And then um, uh, we both agreed on the idea that it's programming, right? Somebody had programmed the minds, whether it be the parents, whether it be um, the school, your, your friends, your family, whatever, your, the mind gets programmed, right? So my uncle was like, well, the reason why that happens is not evil. It's that somebody has, the world, society has programmed the mind to think in this way. And my argument was like, okay, well, let's use that. If my mind is being programmed or the baby's mind is being programmed, what force is, is causing them to have that negative programming on somebody else. It has to be evil, right? It has to come from somewhere. The bad programming, and I asked my uncle, I was like, uncle, is the programming that people are doing to society to control, is that bad? Is that negative? And he says, yes. I was like, okay, well, where does bad and negative come from? And, um, and I'm like, it has to come from evil. So that was the argument for a little while. And um, 
I just did not agree. And my point of view, this is where everybody started jumping me. <laughs> this is where everybody started jumping me. Hold on. Let me make sure I get the lines I could see. Okay. And then that's, this is where everybody started jumping me. Um, was... Hold on. Oops, I messed it up. This is where everybody started jumping me, right? Because then I started to... Um, then I started to ask how I how I view how I view good and evil, right? And this is what I explained. I said that there are two spirits that live within. There's the evil spirit and the good spirit, right? And this is where like voices started getting loud. <laughs> They're like, "No, evil does not live within us." And then my cousin uh, was like. Uh, uh, evil and good, uh, God is both evil and good. And I was like, what the? That doesn't make sense. But I was explaining to them that um, there's two spirits that live within. There's the the evil spirit, which is the ego, the, the, um, the ego nature, which is emotions, feelings, all those things. Um, a negative uh, nature, and it's evil. And then there's a good nature, which is God that lives within us. And they both dwell within right but the evil spirit that dwells within does not belong there but it's in there why is it in there because it has been developed or not developed but it entered into us as soon as we start hating our um um our uh, our parents hating our situation when anger entered in is when is how evil got in which came from anger Right. Or anger came from evil. So that evil nature lives within and it's not at home. It's just it's it's renting space. We'll say that. Right. Um, but it does exist. It's there, whether we believe it or not. Right. And when we don't believe it and we overcome it and we stop believing the thoughts that that trigger the emotions and negative actions and we overcome it. It'll flee from us. It'll be gone. But the more that we believe into it, then that's why it stays. But it does exist. In my opinion, I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. Right? It does exist. Now, when the evil spirit within flees from us, or the more that we die daily to the flesh, right? The more that we die daily the more the spirit of God, which is our true nature, which is us, which is who we are, comes about. It comes to life, right? But they can't exist together. So the more we die to the ego, which is the evil nature, the more that we resist it, um, the urges to act out to feed the ego, then that's when the spirit comes about. And then we start walking on water like a song. Right? We start walking on water like Jesus did. And that's the point. Jesus had the same spirit of God in him that all of us have. And I'm going to get into the background of Jesus as well in another topic that came up. <laughs> but evil does exist. Right? And the argument... 
argument that they were making was, well, it only exists if, if you give life to it. Now, there's a point of that that is true, that if you do give life to evil, it does rule you. It does have control over you, right? But if you don't give it power, it doesn't have control. But it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Okay? But then I started thinking more. I started thinking more. And um, reflecting. And I think I realized why um, um, they believe this. And I could be wrong. I don't know exactly why they believe this and why they, they have um, their perspective on it. So I could be wrong about why they may be believing this. But when you believe in um, evil, right, it does bring a sense of judgment of guilt and shame, right? So if I say evil does not exist, right, what it does is it takes away the, the shame and the guilt that we have for making mistakes. And we shouldn't have guilt and we shouldn't have shame for making mistakes, right? We shouldn't feel guilty. We're just learning along the way. And also that evil spirit is influencing us to do the things that we wish we wouldn't do, right? But we're learning along the way, so we shouldn't feel guilty, and we shouldn't blame ourselves, and we shouldn't uh, uh, have shame and look down on ourselves, da-da-da. And what they believe as evil, they think that having evil makes them do that, or believing in uh, the devil is what makes people feel guilty. That's not true. It's not that the devil being real makes people um, feel guilty. It's the judgment. It's the judgment that makes people feel guilty and shame. Judging themselves or believing the lies about the judgment, right? Judging the situation and saying, that's bad, that's good. The judgment is what creates that conflict. Not the fact that evil is real. We have to overcome the judgment. Because... Right and wrong do exist. I want to say this. Right and wrong does exist. Right? Um, and it's made to exist. It's supposed to exist because that's when you realize if you're on or off track, if you're walking in love and if you're not. There's, there's, um, there's um, boundaries. Right? But... We're not supposed to feel guilty when we're walking outside the boundaries. We're not supposed to feel good when we're walking in inside the boundaries. Right? But they do exist. And the judgment of those things are what caused the problem. I'm off track. I sinned. I made a mistake. I'm a bad person. That has nothing to do. That's evil, right? Those thoughts are evil. But if you don't believe those thoughts and you don't make those judgments, right, then um, they wouldn't affect you. And you can just live your life as a free person and um, be okay with making mistakes. Because everything is a lesson, right? Everything is a lesson. Right or wrong or mistakes or good deeds don't define, define things. They're just a lesson for you to learn. So you make a mistake, you learn why you made the mistake. 
and you may make the mistake again, and you may keep making the mistake. But eventually you'll you'll stop. Right? Because you'll be tired of doing the same stuff over and over. But the point is, it's a lesson. We're not supposed to feel guilty about living life. You're supposed to live life freely. No guilt, no shame, no nothing. And guilt and shame is evil. But pretending evil doesn't exist so you don't feel guilt and shame is not proper. Because evil does exist. But the issue is not evil existing. It's the judgment over yourself. And Satan gets in the ear and he's like, yeah, that's so bad what you did. You're such a bad person. You don't deserve that. You don't deserve this. People shouldn't like you, right? And you believe those thoughts and then you judge yourself. But, oh, best believe, Satan, the evil was in your ear saying that. And it, and it does exist. But the problem is you believed it. And we need to stop believing um, the enemy. Because his only mission is to steal, kill, and destroy. But, oh, he exists. He there. So that was one of the arguments. <laughs> and the crazy thing is um, I didn't stay long enough um, because I had to get up for work in the morning early. So I didn't stay long enough to, like, really, like, get into it, right? Um, but that was one of the arguments, and I thought it was so interesting. But we're just supposed to be living beings, just watching and learning along the way. We got to surrender all of our efforts, all of it. Stop trying anything. Stop trying to be right. Stop trying to do good. Stop trying to seek God. You just be and surrender to all of it. And it's not easy. I understand. I'm learning too. It's not easy. It's hard. Especially when the world teaches you, you got to work. You got to put that work in. And yeah, you should go to work. And yeah, you should do what's in front of you to do. But spiritually, you surrender. You just let it go. And let life unfold. Like, go with the flow of life. Life will lead you if you surrender your efforts. Right? Surrender your desires. Surrender your wants. And it's the best way to live because God's right there with you. And you have no depression, no anxiety, no fear, no doubt, none of that. Perfect peace. No conflict because you're just trusting the process, trusting God to lead you. But you have to grow into that. So, evil does exist, but we don't have to be subject to it. Let me get to, uh, I'm going to get to some more. Oh, there was some more. You, th you thought it stopped there? Oh, no, there's some more arguments that we're going to get into. But I do want to do some super chats real quick because I didn't get to get, get to them last week. 
So um, let me get to a couple super chats here. Carver five three one. Can I get that the little ring super chat? Super chat. Super chats. Oh shoot! How's my video full screen on Instagram? What the? Let me see. Hold on, guys. I'm just checking something here. It's like full screen. Is it full screen or something? Or like, is it like Instagram screen? On uh, Instagram. Anyway, while he's looking that up, uh, Carver531 says, Joel Friday. Joel Friday on Friday. Been waiting to say that. Right on, Carver. And he says, he black. He black Friday. <laughs> right on, Carver. I appreciate the donation. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, cool. Um. Anyway. Let me go to some more. And then we're going to get back to the family arguments. Video looks good. Thanks, thanks James. Thanks, Hassan. Okay. Um, let's see real quick. Uh-huh. Jessica with a donation says, always appreciate your topics, Joel. Keep up the amazing work. The amazing work you're doing. Thank you, Jessica. I appreciate that. Thank you for the donuts. She sent me a couple donuts. Right? Virtual donuts. Amazing. I appreciate that, Jessica. And I appreciate you guys for the the super chats and the uh, donations. Um, it's helpful. So thank you. Right on. So... Let me let me get back to the topic. You can call in 888-775-3773. The lines are open, so you can call in um, if you would like to talk about the topics at hand, right? Or talk about maybe you want to share some of your Thanksgiving uh, <laughs> arguments. <laughs> that one is hilarious. Um. Amazing. Chat, what do you think about my family uh my family ganging up on me? Contradictory hour with Joel. Contradictory hour with Joel says Toby. What you mean? How am I contradict how am I contradictory? Joel, the black sheep of the fam, says John Frederick. Um I skipped through the Joel commercial. <laughs> Joel dancing with thoughts, says David Singleton. Mr. Pink says, evil is real. Oh, I don't know what that means. Um, Skunky X says, evil exists. Many people have shown us how much. That's true. Amazing. Anyway, let's get back to the topic. This one I may want to bring uh, in Hassan. So, Hassan, if you want to comment on it, just jump right in. 
Um, and uh, yeah, so I actually was talking to Hassan about uh, about this briefly this morning. Um, and we were talking about being born of sin, right? And um, I have three steps, three steps, three simple steps of returning to God um, that I believe are the three simple steps of returning to God that if we just remember these, it'll help us stay on track. So remind me to get to that before we end the show today, right? But we're just going to keep it chill. I do want to read some more of your uh, conversation with you guys in the chat. Today is Friday. You know, it's, 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 a, it, it's, um, there's no, the, the office is closed. So we'll keep it, we'll keep it light. And, no, no, I don't know about light, but we'll keep it fun. Okay. I'll hopefully read some of your guys' messages here and we can conversate. But I was talking to Hassan this morning and, uh, we were talking about, um, being born of sin or being born in sin and being born from sin. And I thought that was so interesting. Um, and this is what I believe. And you guys can call in and talk about it or send a, um, a super chat with your question and comment. I think kids are born... Well, for one, I think all people are born from sin. Not born in it. And not born of it. And I know that's just like a play on words. But I think people are born from sin. Right? And I think that kids are born innocent, but they're not pure. That's my belief. Because, I'm going to tell you why. Because I believe that the act of baby making is impure. It's not a pure thing. Because if you think back to Adam and Eve, um, when the fall happened and, you know, Eve ate the apple and then um, Adam, she uh, convinced Adam to eat it and Adam listened to her and he ate it. And then God was like, uh, 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 right? And the curse happened in the fall. They were naked, right? So we know the story. They were naked. But when the fall happened, they recognized they were naked and there was embarrassment or whatever. Then they saw it as sexual, right? That's where the fall happened, right? So then, then they start to see the private parts and body parts as sexual. So it became impure. So then God then made it to where you had to, you became subject to each other before Jesus came about, right? Then you became subject to each other in a sexual way, in a lustful way, because now temptation was present, right? And then God made it to where you would lay down with each other and make babies that way, the cursed way. And when Jesus came back, he made it so we can return back to him, right? And, and our hearts can be pure. And God also made it a way to where um, though we do get together in marriage and like say we have sex and make a baby, um, he put a like uh, an anointance over it, like some extra grace with it. So you don't have the same reactions 
in the same consequences that you would have if you were having sex out of wedlock. But the act of baby making itself, in my opinion, is impure. So babies are born impure, right? Innocent, though. Innocent, right? They don't know nothing. The light is in them, but yet they still have the, the nature of evil has already latched itself on because it was born through um, an impure situation. Amazing. I'm getting a call right now. I can't answer. So, um, but I think all of that came from the, the fall of Adam and Eve. But Jesus himself was absolutely pure. Why? As we all know, Jesus was not conceived from sex. Jesus was conceived of the Holy Spirit. Right? Through Mary. And because he wasn't conceived in, in sex, he was the pure one, the, the pure creation. So he came out pure, untainted. That's why he knew no sin. Because he was pure. But the rest of the world, including you and I, we come from sin. Right? And we spend our lives overcoming it. But we can be raised properly by proper by having good parents and we and by being good parents and being good examples to where we make the overcoming process a lot easier for uh, our children that we bring up. But oh, they're still battling with evil. That's what I'm saying. Like they're still battling with evil. Because they were conceived through evil. And I know that seems controversial. But it's really not. Right? Because God ordained it to happen. So you can get married and have... Um, you shouldn't be having sex like crazy and stuff like that. But if you do, it's better to do that within marriage opposed to being out of marriage, right? And God made it decent to have sex within marriage and have babies in the process. But keep in mind when you're having that sex, oh, your baby is a sinner. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense, but we do become pure by returning back to Jesus, but not as we enter, not as we enter the world. We are impure beings. And that's my opinion. Hassan, what do you think about, about uh, that? topic yeah i love uh i love that topic i love the discussion we had earlier this morning and um yeah i mean it's interesting i never really heard that perspective of you know just the act itself you know has you in the uh the sinful nature it's interesting i mean i would say i think my take on that would be probably about 99 percent of uh, all the babies that are made in the act probably are. But I don't know. I still would like to hope that there's, you know, a small percentage that is maybe doing it the, you know, the right way under God and that. Um, but it's interesting because yeah. you think like the, 
even the go be fruitful multiply yeah um yeah like what does it exactly mean what you know um after the fall and all of that so yeah it's interesting definitely to think about um so do you think that um continuing the conversation because we only talked for a quick second y'all so this wasn't like planned or we didn't have like this full-on discussion but do you think that like um the issue um do you think that there's a possibility that having the sex within the marriage can create a um impure child well it's interesting because you know like you know you hear majority I would say the 85% would say that we're born sinners. Right. And you hear that a lot. That's like the common take. Right. And then there's like the less common thing you hear where it's born into sin. And it's it's not that you're a born sinner. You're born pure. Right. But you're now born into the world and into messed up parents and family or whatever. Um, and now you take on this nature. Right. But I think it might have been the first time I heard you add that third thing today um, of all are just born from sin. Now, let me ask you this, though, because if you're saying that all are born from sin because of the SEX, right. then are babies pure at birth well see that's the my thing and i was just realizing this as we were talking about it this morning i never even thought about it like sat down and was like huh born from some of i mean over the years i've like questioned that but i never really like thought about it until this morning we talked about it but i just i don't believe that children come out pure but like I don't think they come out evil. I, you know, I'm not saying that if they're not pure, then they must come out evil. I'm just saying that they're not. They're tainted. We're all we're, we're tainted. But because of Jesus and what and Jesus died for us, you know, the story is the reason why um, we can return to it and return to a pure heart. But I think because impurity had to happen in order to make the baby because of the fall is the reason why children tend to come or children come out impure but yet they're still innocent because they mean well they don't know any better but they don't know about judgment or anything but they're still subject to judgment they're still subject to all these things Hmm. um so yeah i I do think that children come out impure it's interesting you know what i mean yeah i mean i i definitely like i said i've never really heard or kind of thought about that perspective. I mean, well, again, it's it it feels similar to the concept of that we're just born sinners, that we're just born, you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. interesting. I mean, even when you hear about the, like we were talking about David in the womb, he said that I must have been cursed from the womb. And, and um, so it's like, it's yeah. interesting to think about um, even Jeffrey Dahmer in the miniseries, uh, which I don't know if this is true or not, but there's a scene where the um, the the mother is pregnant with Jeffrey Dahmer, and she's yelling at the husband, and she's angry, and and then she touches her belly, 
after like yelling at the the father. Right. And it was interesting because I was like, wow, like that spirit could have, you know, maybe that has something to do with the spiritual, you know, thing that Jeffrey Dahmer took on. Wait, wait, what do you mean she touched her belly? What did, what did that mean? Well, she was just, she was pregnant with Jeffrey Dahmer and right. she was like, I don't like being pregnant. I hate being pregnant. Oh, yeah. And she's like yelling at the, the, um, the father. Yeah. And like calling him names and being like, blah, blah, blah. And just having his whole mean demeanor, you know? Oh, I see. And angry demeanor. And then she went to go touch her belly after she started yelling at him. Oh, I see. Like, just, you know, just yeah. like, but it was like symbolic right. to that that story of David of like saying, you know, maybe I was cursed from the womb. Yeah. Because I don't know exactly if that was like how David was born, like through the concubine of... um different women or I'm not exactly sure. I don't know the biblical thing of that exactly. Right. But I think that, yeah, like that's always made sense to me that you could like take on the spirit while in the womb. Yeah. And that, that anger and everything. Um, but, and that could cause you to be a born sinner, but I right. don't know. I don't think that inherently you're just born there. Uh, you know, but I don't know, but it's interesting. Yeah. I mean, it is interesting because yeah. I would say majority of people married or not, you know, holy matrimony or not, they're get, they're having sex definitely probably in a fallen nature and right. in a fallen place. So it's definitely interesting. Yeah. Um, I think to add to that point, too, what you said about how um, you can – if you're angry while while the woman's pregnant and she's like within the chaos of the house and she's angry and the husband's angry and she just doesn't care and she just eating whatever she wants and just being yeah there's an effect on the child obviously too and obviously it's a spiritual thing so if there's a spirit in the mother that's causing her to do all these angry things and crazy things of course the baby is going to be at fault too but even in a physical way, if if they say if, if a woman eats certain a certain diet, it can affect how the baby comes out. But and if it's all spiritual, my thing is like, okay, then what happened after we have sex though, right? What happened when we had sex? That I probably shouldn't be saying <laughs> this much. Yeah. <laughs> But um, what did you say the first time? You said something the first time that was a good code word. Um, I forget though. Does it fornicate? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's that, not. That worse. almost feels worse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think that all of it had, plays a part. And also, yeah, when the baby is born, I just feel like at the end of the day, um, the woman. And the and the the father and the mother, it played a part before the baby came out as far as the environment, and it also played a part in the fact that they had sex. That's just what I believe. Um, and we spend our lives um, trying to get it right, and I think that's just part of the curse. You know what I mean? Even though the curse has been lifted, but yet, meaning that we can return back to God in a pure way, but yet we still have to bear children in the cursed way. And women still have to have um, their their monthly cycle. And men still have to go out and labor. 
it's still it's still the curse still exists, but we can overcome it. We can definitely overcome it. So anyway, chat. What do you guys think about that? Let me see what the chat has to say. Do you guys think that the baby is born from sin and is not born pure? And thanks, Hassan, for jumping in with the take. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. Yeah. Very interesting stuff. Right on. Lilith, Matthew says, Lilith, whoever that is, was jealous of God and wanted to create her own in her image without God. I'm not sure what that is. The original Eve. Lilith? So she was before Eve? Allegedly. What? (laughs) There's a Bible I don't know about. Lilith was jealous of God and wanted to create her own in the image without God. And so did Eve. Then Eve was uh, Lilith's daughter. <laughs> um, oh, without godly gifted seven, which I believe is um, a family member, but I won't dox the name. Without love making, you wouldn't exist. Ah, and this is the conversation that also comes up at the family gatherings. So I have a family member that's in the chat right now. And um, he's saying, without love making, you wouldn't exist. I don't know. I don't know. I think that obviously without um, the action, we wouldn't exist. And I do think that there's a proper way to... um, to now I'm trying to avoid saying the the wrong word, but to um, form a union, right? I think the proper way to form a union is better when there's love shared, true love, God's love shared between the husband and the wife, not an emotional way, not for the sake of the ego, not to make each other feel good, not to sweep your problems underneath the rug, not that type of um, union. I'm talking about when you truly love the person and you guys both love each other, not because, oh, I love you, but because you understand each other, you know the person, you guys have a a connection, a friendship, right? And you decide you want to make a baby together. I think that that is a lot more genuine and um, anointed by God, meaning God's favor is on that process of baby making opposed to just the like feel good one but nonetheless I still think that it's a a fallen act I don't but I'm not saying that it's bad or wrong and we shouldn't do it right but I still think that there's going to be consequences to those actions that the act itself is not pure. I don't believe the act itself is pure. But I'm also not married. And the person in the chat, the family member, is married, right? And we've had great conversations about, um, he's shared with me about, you know, um, his marriage and, you know, all that stuff. But I just don't believe the act itself can ever be pure. Right? But make sure you get married if you're going to be screwing. And make sure it's the right person. Um, chat, let me see what the chat thinks. 
Instagram. Instagram got it. Instagram have any comments? Let's see. But then, so if I have kids, God will curse me because I'm gay. Um, but then if I have kids, definitely not waiting to be in a contract. So if I have kids, um, God will curse me because I'm gay. I can't, I can't make the, I can't be the decision maker on what God would do if a gay person, a homosexual, whether male or female, um, decides to have children in the way that they do, you know, how, you know, the process. It's not up to me to decide how God's going to approach that. Um, but I do believe that there's an order of God, and I do believe that um, I believe in the order, and it's nothing against the way people want to live their life and their lifestyle. More pa- Do you. Right. I don't agree with it. I love my cousin. I I respect my cousin. Um, Doesn't mean I have to agree with it. Doesn't mean I have to agree with the lifestyle. But um, I also can't say that um, be the judge of how life would be if um, she had a child with her significant other. Um, But it's not the way I choose to live my life. And I believe in the order. My beliefs line up with the order. The man, the woman, the children. And that's what I believe. And I and I and the family unit itself. And not only just that, the roles of men and women, I believe in too, fall underneath the order of God. The rules have been thrown out. And it's not rules that you need to follow, like you read it and like, let me figure out how to be a good wife. No. You don't, you're not supposed to follow a rule book. They're supposed to come out of you. And I like, I'll speak to my, my cousin. My cousin made the family dinner. She made the, um, she's a woman, and she made the, um, the family dinner yesterday. And she was serving everybody. That's a female womanly quality. That's natural. That's in the natural nature of a woman. But if you tell a woman, oh, you need to be a, a, in the kitchen, She'll take it offensively. Meanwhile, she's in the kitchen anyway. But nobody wants to be told you need to be in the kitchen. And you shouldn't be told you need to be in the kitchen. You should feel it naturally and you should go about it naturally. Right? So I'm not forcing on anybody to say that you need to follow this rule. You need to do this. I'm. That's not my game. I'm not into that. Right? But... If I'm going to get married to somebody, I would hope and I would want it to be in the natural order. I would want her to want to do these things, to want to take on the, the, the female nature, to want to um, raise kids, to want to be in the kitchen. Because I believe in those things. Not because she feels like she has to. And I've dealt with that in my past relationship. I was trying to make her do it. And I was trying to make sure I was the man for her. And make sure we're both a holy. And that was a mistake. We're forcing it. And you want to be genuine and real. Even if it's like not what people think is the right thing. So I don't think it's wrong that um, um, the person is gay. 
I don't think that um, it's wrong that um, they're going about it the way they're going about it because that's where they're at in life. That's what they choose to do. And they shouldn't be judged for it or ridiculed for it or criticized for it. Live your life how you want to live it. I just don't agree. I live my life in a different way. But when I see my cousin or when I see other people on the street, I show them the same amount of love as I show people who agree with me. My cousin and I, we grew up dancing. Before we even thought about husband, wife, lesbian, gay. You know what I'm saying? So there's, it's 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 about love at the end of the day. But anyway, um, you're a virgin or a sinner like us. So y'all, oh, so my cousin asked, so y'all weren't having sex referring to my last relationship? No, my last relationship, the girl and I were together for almost three years and we did not have sex. We barely kissed. Now, mind you, there were some slip-ups. I'm going to be real with you, guy. There were some slip-ups that caused the problem, if we keep it all the way real. We didn't have no sex, though, and we would barely kiss. But when um, the flesh was getting weak, we had some slip-ups. Right? And every time we would slip up, problems would arise. Because emotions would get involved. That's what that ego and that stuff triggers. It triggers the emotion, your lower nature. But when we weren't doing that, we were, you know, focusing on getting to know each other and we were having this friendship and we were focused on the friendship, then we grew closer and closer. But ultimately, at the end of the day, our egos were involved too much to the point that, um, yeah, the evil, the ego, the evil nature was involved too much in both of us that um, we got caught up in that. And that's what broke it apart. But when it came to our actual friendship and our actual connection, it was pure. But we were battling with the evil nature. So that was that. But what if I get married and the sex is whack? <laughs> a lot of people say that, too. What if I get married and the sex is whack? The sex would never be whack. You know why? Because um, before you got married, the person you got married to, you guys already developed such a great connection. And you guys have such a great friendship. And with connection and friendship and knowing the person, there's no way sex can be bad. It's actually greater than the the sex had the sex for the sake of the sex. When it's connected, that's a different thing. That's how you make the boys. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's how you make the boys first. That's how you make the boys first. You gotta be real, gotta be legit. You gotta be the real deal. Anyway, that's not what she's talking about. How would you know? That's true. <laughs> she said, how would you know? That's true, Nicole. How would I know? I, I don't have no child. Or or do I? No. 
Amazing. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, let me see what also what the chat is saying here. And then I got to get to that last part. How do I get out of this? What the? Um, I stayed a little past time. Is that okay, chat? Are you cool with that or am I talking too much? You guys, I stayed a little past time because it's Friday. Uh, the American Anchor Brady ain't coming on after me. He, he His show is at 4 p.m. Pacific time today. The American Anchor Baby is not on at 12 um, Pacific time. He's on at 4 p.m. Pacific time. So I got a little time to be a little loosey-goosey. Is that all good? But Hassan, if you got to go, I understand. I'll figure, I'll, uh, I'll take it from here. Um, Joel going to have a, a girl, a girl first. Don't put that on me, Bob Dillo. <laughs> I'm all mad about it. <laughs> it's not like I would mind anyway. Like, I'm joking, right? I can have a girl first. But in the way that he's saying it, don't put that on me, Bob. Joel just quickly reminisced. I did. I did. Wow, this is kind of interesting reading these these comments. I never just had time to sit here and look through this. Joel, oh, you nasty name name. You're going to make me put you on timeout. Um, am I making sense, though? Yeah, yeah, Nicole, that's all love. Nicole says... All love. This was fun. It's all love. Glad to have the conversation. Oh, and by the way, she made some crazy macaroni and cheese yesterday. I took some so much home. She made some crazy macaroni and cheese. My cousin, who's in the chat, talking to me. She made some mac and cheese. She's a, she's a chef, by the way. She's uh she actually I think she has her own business as well. Um, and she makes uh, vegan food, but she also makes uh, regular food. And she, this girl can throw down. And I got the macaroni and cheese. I ain't never tasted nothing like that. And then she made some greens and some broccoli. Like, she really a chef. So, Nicole, I'll have you know, you wanted a, wanted a great, you the goat. In the kitchen, girl. You be throwing down. And my, I have a younger sister, too. She be in the kitchen cooking. That's where y'all got to go. That's where it's at. Stay there. <laughs> but no. Yeah, she she can really cook. Um, but anyway. A couple more, and then I'm going to get back to the message. You need another hour to set things straight, Joel. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how long it goes. But I appreciate appreciate it, uh, Jib Jab. Let's see what else. Uh, her company is called Cooking for Jesus. Joel, I wish I knew her company name. Nicole, send me your the company's name, and then I'll shout you out. Thank you, my minimal housewife duties. <laughs> Uh, salute, Joel. You need to do one more hour. Um, 
That's a female question. I don't remember. Uh, how you make boys first? I told you, Jason Urban. I told you how you make them boys first. But actually, there's some people, obviously, Jesse made a boy first, and he wasn't married. He's told you that story multiple times. He made a boy first. I think he was like 19, and he made a boy first, but he wasn't married, and he still made a boy. So there's maybe there's more to the secret. But you got to know what you're doing. That's how I feel. And I ain't talking about like, you know, in a nasty way. Like, you got to do it this way. But in a way, without being inappropriate, you got to know what you're doing. Yes. Hi, Joelle. Hi, Joelle's cousin. <laughs> okay, let me get back to the to the thing. So her information for her business is executive chef of Fork and Film and owner of R.Safe Haas, or House, but she spelled it H-A-U-S. Executive chef of Fork and Film and owner of Our.Safe. I don't know if that was a, um, a typo, but Our.Safe or Our Safe. Haas or House, H-A-U-S. Either way, y'all go look it up. She can cook. And she's a vegan chef, but she cooks regular stuff too. But check her out. She 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 ain't playing in the kitchen. And she black. Okay. I got a call. Should I take a call before I get to the last part? Yeah, let me take a call possibly. You can call in 888-775-3773 and we can get uh we can get into some stuff. Oh, she says house. You ain't Mex she said I'm Mexican. You ain't Mexican. Your mama black. Um executive chef, chef of Fork and Film and owner of Our Safe House. Amazing. Check her out. Uh, let me go to Brian out of North Carolina. Brian, 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 you're on air. Welcome to the show, man. What's going on, Joel? How you doing? All is well. How are you? All is well, man. Hey, hey, uh, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you. Uh, yes, sir. What, what, what you mean? What, when you said uh, you gotta know what you're oh. doing? Oh shoot, Nick! Nick, uh, when you get a chance, uh, sorry, Brian, give me a second. I'm just seeing your note, Nick. When you get a chance, if you want to come in, you still want to come in. Come into the studio and we'll we'll get into it. Cool. Oh no, I thought you meant you need to get the blues out. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay. Um, sorry, Brian. Go ahead. Yeah, I was wondering what you meant when you said you got to know what you're doing. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would call it and ask me that, man. <laughs> um, you just got to know what you're doing. I think it's it's. What do you think I mean? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. You got to know what you're doing. 
and and not in an inappropriate way, but in a way yeah, of I like you, I heard you say that, yeah. In a way of like I don't even know how to explain it. In a way of such okay. of just being for one, overcoming for one, if if I'm being honest, for one, overcoming um you know, growing in the light for one, uh, uh, growing in understanding who you are for two, um, and growing in manhood for three, meaning like becoming a man, growing in man, growing in confidence, understanding God, knowing God, all these things, um, add to knowing what you're doing. That's all I'm gonna say, man. I'm gonna leave it there. I'm gonna leave it there. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Well, I got you. You got uh That's funny. I, of course, all of those things matter. I do think there's a certain level of of uh, of alphaness that is that is already uh, within to achieve the the male coming out. Meaning that? What do you mean? I don't know, man. It's something that's within the man that's that's unique. It's already there without him knowing or or with him knowing. Right, but but that that's that's the point that I'm trying to make. You just made it better. But that 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 type of energy, that that alpha spirit, that word is so overused. I don't. I hate to even say, but that alpha spirit is um, <laughs> is um, what is the forefront of it in my opinion the ingredient but i think men like you know obviously through life and everything we fall away from that and we get more emotional and get more caught up in the ego and so we actually go about things differently even when it comes down to the actual act we go about things entirely differently and all that plays a part people don't think about that but it does It, it makes a difference yeah you're right we can't. We, we just. We can't expose the secret on the air, though. Right. Right. We. We, we keep it under wraps. <laughs> hey, do you? Hey, I, you lift weights, Joel? Yeah, man. I'm in there. Okay. I see. I see that your, your biceps, man, is looking is looking uh uh well well taken care of. Yeah, man. I'm in there, but I've been doing it for. I, I appreciate everyone, but I've been doing it for um since I was 15. So it's been like. 16, 17 years I've been I've been at it. So it's been That's amazing. Man. Yeah, it's Same been a minute. Here. Oh, you too? That's crazy. Yep, man. I I started lifting weights probably actually when I was 14. Oh, okay. You did you play sports in high school or or how did it yeah, come about? I played I I played baseball all all through high school and then first year of college. Wow, you played growing up? Yep. Man, that baseball was my sport. I played baseball and football all the way. Baseball was my favorite sport, but since I was little, I played baseball all the way through to like sophomore year. So I yeah, played. I've seen the, uh, I remember the video you had of you uh, at the bat cage. I was like, okay. Yeah. Everybody's playing it. Yeah, that's cool, man. <laughs> yeah, right so, on, man. You, anything else? Uh,. No, you know, I missed uh I missed a lot of your show today. I ain't even gonna hold you. I gotta go back in. I gotta rewind and, and watch it again. Uh one caller mm-hmm. did call in and say uh or maybe it was a super chat or something that said uh you you're here you you're here because of of, of love making. Yeah. 
that's baloney. That's a day. That's a thought. If I hey, tell him to let that one go real quick. <laughs> I'm gonna let him. I'll let him know. <laughs> Throw that one out the window. That's a thought. What do that's you think? Crazy. Well, what do you think? Um, what, what do you disagree about it? I just know that that's a thought. Just to uh, the statement in itself. Well, the statement in itself, you came from love making. Ain't no such thing as love making. That's some R. Kelly made up, woo woo, <laughs> make you feel good type stuff. Uh, aside from that alone, uh, we already know where we come from. It's a mistake. Um, what do you mean? We we come from a, a mistake. We we are products of of the you, fallen state. You mean like an accident, or you? What do you mean by extinct? I mean, a mistake. Out of sin. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Right. And it's 99, just the way it's set up. And most people come from an accident. Right. Parents, it's just the way it is. And a lot of people, <laughs> even the people that say they planned it, that's, that's right, no accident. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I so agree, you man. Throw all that I agree, man. I'll let them know. I'll make, hey, it's a family member, so I'll make sure I'll let them know you disagree. <laughs> For sure. And another thing, man, uh, recently you were talking about uh, the Bible and how you put it down and stuff. Yes, sir. Man, I did the same thing uh, a few years ago when I when I found out, like when I went and forgave and everything, and I started waking up. I, I went and got a Bible and I wanted to start reading it. And the moment I started reading that Bible, bro, all these thoughts yes, sir. that were just like insane and and but at the same time, even though they were insane, I was having the thoughts that I was having were pointing me at the problem. Yes, sir. And so, man, it was just like it was somehow me picking up that Bible and then having all that happen. And really, it was Jesse. Jesse slapped me upside the head when I called in one day with a th- with a thought. Yeah. And he made and he made me realize like, oh crap, man, like. That's that's a that's a bunch of BS, and I really looked at it, and it pointed to the fact that I still had issues with women. Yeah, and I was like, wow. And I, like you say, man, it's 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 hard, but if you just keep your eyes on it and watch it when it happens, and just let it happen, exactly, and not try to like and not try to do anything about it, it one hundred percent will disappear, man. And it's something on the other side of that that I can't put into words, really. Yeah, uh, I could, I try my best sometimes, but yeah. I really can't. I really can't put it into the words to describe what it is. It's something that you really just got to see for yourself. Yeah, and you know, you know, dealing with women is, has been so. You men are here to deal with women. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Men are here to deal with women. That's a that's a hundred percent. Like in the military, they say you're a soldier twenty four seven. You're a man twenty four seven, and part of being a man twenty four seven is dealing with women. And if you don't know how to do that the right way, you're causing chaos. You're causing chaos. Yeah. You're part of the problem. You're part of the problem. And that's why we have to overcome. And that's why we have to overcome men in general um, because women have to overcome too. And it's their responsibility to overcome. But uh, as men, um, we lead the way and we have to overcome so we can just be an example. And it doesn't mean that we sit around and criticize and correct them at all times, but just by yeah. our light as we overcome, they'll look at it and want to be corrected and want to be, you know, helped to to overcome. So yeah, we can't we gotta yeah. we gotta overcome. You're right, man. 
if I could just say one more thing. Yes, sir. We, you, you, you have to, in order to do that, in order to be the man that you need to be, there is no room for you, men. Men, there is no room for you. You have to go places, and you will go places, and everywhere you go, you got to remember that there is no room for you. If, there, if you. if you have any idea or thought about you, there's no room for the light. That's deep. That's deep. That's deep. That's deep because our first thought when we see a fine girl is you. How do I get yep. how do I get her? How do I get her number or how do I how do I make this how do I suck the life out of this situation? That's the first thought you think about you opposed to allowing it to pass or opposed to just seeing that she's pretty. You know what I mean like you're 100%. Yep. You got to let go of you. I appreciate it, Brian. For sure, man. Thanks for uh, letting me speak, and it's good to see you, and happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. You got to hit that gym because I know you said you took home some macaroni and cheese, so you know you got to get back to it. I got to get back to it. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for the call. Good call, man. (laughs) Give me a call again. All right. Thanks, Joel. All right, man. Take care. You too. Wow. Oh. It's weird going past 12. Because it feels like I'm late. But I won't stay that long. I just want to get to this last point. But I also want to make sure that um, I look at the chat a little bit because I appreciate the support and you guys tuning in to little old Joel on a, on a Tuesday. Well, today's Friday, but typically on a Tuesday at 12 noon in the middle of the day that's cool so i appreciate it oh my family member says <laughs> you're be- he said this guy is brainwashed <laughs> speaking referring to brian and then he goes on and say your belief system is based on your programming by man and you created you create what you believe in your belief system is based on your programming by man and you create what you believe in which is true which is true is that um what you believe in is what you what you live what you live out so if you believe you're depressed you are going to be depressed right when in actuality depression does not exist this was uh, no racism was a conversation that came up but at the family dinner but the Depression does not exist, but the feelings of depression will come about if you believe depression exists because you're just making a judgment that life is hard, you're worthless. That's all judgment. It's not depression. It's just a judgment. Joel, how would you want a woman to obey you? I'm not into, that's a great question. Matthew says, Joel, how would you want a woman to obey you? That's a great question. I'm not into, I used to be, but I'm not into, like, sitting down on the first date and saying, hey, um, you better obey me or it's not going to work out. I'm not into that. I'm not into that. And I'm not into, like, trying to test her to see if she's going to obey me. That's not my style. It may be for other people. Like, whatever. But it's not my style. My thing is that I don't believe people's words or actions. 
right? I believe I go based off of um, who they really are because people can say something, um, but their beliefs change. You know how many times I heard somebody tell me that um, um, they're a Christian and, um, you know, that um, they've overcome anger and all these things, but then get caught up in an angry situation or uh, in a Christian and namesake only. Like, people say things, but don't mean they mean it. So my thing when it comes to obedience is um, it just happening. It just happening. You get to know somebody um, and you, you be yourself around them, being respectful at the same time, and be yourself and they're their self and um, – you see if you like them, if they like you, and if you guys still have that connection um, and if they're okay with the things that um, you're okay with or whatever, and they don't take things too personal or, you know, they understand your true intention, all those things will um, lead to them wanting to obey you. Because once they truly see who you are, if you're a decent person and you're overcoming, once they truly see who you are, they get insight to who you are as a person, your spirit. Then they're not going to want to do anything other than obey you. Meaning like they're going to want to serve you because they're going to see that this man is of love. This man um, is a good man. As good as we can be, right? This man um, is... Um, um, is seeking God. This man wants what's right. This man does what's right. They're going to follow you because that light, everybody, all human beings on earth are looking for peace. They're looking for love, even though, even though they don't know it. So when they actually get an insight and see love and they see peace, they're going to grasp onto you. And they're not going to let go. Believe me, once they recognize peace and love in you, they're going to grasp onto it and they're not going to let go because they found what they're looking for. And it's not the actual person. It's not you, but they see it through you, right? And that's what's going to help them, the woman, find it in themselves. They're not going to let you go. They're going to want to obey you. They're going to want to cook for you. They're going to want to have your children. Not because uh, the rule... As a matter of fact, I don't even think that ever has to even be said. I don't think it ever has to be said, oh, are you going to be in the kitchen? Are you going to be in the... And I get why people I get people say that, but I don't think it needs to be said. Because they can lie. Just to get you, get that ring. Especially if you got money. Just to lock you in. They'll say everything they want you to hear. Yep, I'll be that woman in the kitchen. That's me. I'll have the babies. Yep. And you lock them in. And their opinions can change. So it's about letting it happen naturally and you guys finding that without any pressure, without any expectation. Listen to what I'm saying. Y'all, I'm not making this up. No pressure, no expectation, no preconceived ideas imposed on each other, you both are just chilling, getting to know each other, keeping it light, 
not getting into these deep conversations for the sake of just hoping that they're what you're looking for. Like, that's all, like, forced. Right? Let it come naturally and then to death do you part. It'll never, ever divorce. Because it's grounded. A house can't fall if it has a strong foundation. That's just what it is. It's just the it's just what it is. That's how God made it. So I used to be in trying to preach and be a man and try to show them I'm the man and try to make sure she's being a woman and tell her she better serve me or she's not a godly woman. All that is ego. So, yeah, get rid of all these words and, like, um, and all these, like, sayings and all that stuff. It's not real if you got to, like, use it on people, use it against people. If that made sense. But anyway, it's almost 1230. It's crazy. This is how James and the the anchor baby and and the hate report do it. It's kind of nice. It's like hanging out. I mean, I'm sure you guys are probably tired of hearing my voice. That's for sure. But it's kind of nice. Yes, Hake and Joel show would be amazing. James James and I did used to have a, a show once upon a time with another um a guy named Esteban. But that's a story for another day. Reading James. Cool. Let me get to this last thing. Just so I can get it out the way. I hope I still got the the viewers. I don't know if you guys like me anymore because you know, we only want to see him for an hour. That's it. Now he he taking the joke too far. Um, so the three steps that I believe that helped me, that I live by, of returning to God. Three simple things. Right. And I made it this way. I made it. I brought it down to three simple things because um, that way we're not like constantly trying to figure out how to get back. And like having like a thousand different things we need to do to um, walk with God, walk on water. Right. Or at least to return to the father and, um, you know. Make our way, overcome. Three simple things that's been changing my life. Okay? The first step is repentance. Okay? Repentance. And what repentance is, is full honesty with yourself first. Right? Full honesty about yourself. Be honest about yourself. And keeping your eyes on yourself. And accepting 
all that you are dealing with. None of that denial stuff. None of that pretending we don't have these issues because we don't want to feel bad about them. I'm talking about full transparency with yourself, honesty, and admitting like, yeah, I do that. Yeah, I do that. Yeah, I did that. I'm not going to lie, I did that. Yeah, I behave in that way. Yeah, that's true. Full transparency and repent. And repentance means admitting, right, with yourself. I'm just talking about yourself right now. Admitting, uh, yeah, confessing it. I'm that. I did that. Not I'm that, but I did that. That happened. That's the first step because you have to be able to be real. You have to be able to be a real person. You can't lie. You can't do that stuff because you're, you're, you're not free. The truth shall set you free. Every time I realized I've done something wrong and I confessed it, I've grown more in peace. I felt freer. Because the truth is not gonna, it's not gonna bring harm. It's gonna set you free. So the first one is repentance, full honesty with self, right? The second one, forgiveness, right? When you look at yourself, you realize that you may have anger, you may have ego, you have these emotions, right? The evil spirit within. And you realize because you have it, everybody else also has it. And it helps you understand that it's wrong for you to hate, resent, or be angry at somebody else who's broken just like you. Or just like you were, or whatever, right? It's wrong to hate somebody, be angry, or resent somebody who is also going through things just like you, right? And when you do that, you go and forgive the people that influenced that in the very beginning, which is your parents, right? Because they're, they were your first influences. And the way you turned out, a big chunk of that has to do with the way they raised you. So the anger, resentment, and hate that you feel in your heart, you think that you just made it up and it just came out of nowhere. But no, it came from the influences of um, your parents who were also possessed by that evil spirit. So you forgive them because they couldn't help it. They did the best they could. You forgive them, and then when you forgive them, you're set free. God forgives you because um, you did the right thing. You set it free. But you have to truly realize you need to forgive. You truly have to realize that you're wrong for being angry, hateful, or resentful to anybody. That's evil. Because everybody is your brother and sister, your neighbor. And they all got problems just like you got problems. So number two is forgiveness, right? Number three, staying out of your thoughts. You got to do the silent prayer, okay? And some of the people who don't know what the silent prayer is, it's like a, a meditative, observative, I don't even know if that's a word, but it makes sense. You watch your thoughts. So you be still, right? You be quiet and you watch your thoughts. 
You don't go, because we all get those thoughts, right? Those thoughts in the mind that make us feel fear, all those things, right? You watch them, but you just watch them. You don't go with them, right? And um, you be still and you practice. It's about practicing being in the moment, right? So you do this, the silent prayer, by sitting down, being still, being quiet, close your eyes, and just being present, right? Being still. And when the thoughts come to your mind, you just watch them. And if you get caught up in the thought and you end up going with it, you don't make a big deal about it, you don't judge it, you just find your way back to the present moment. And what that is doing is allowing you to get out of the illusion of thoughts that aren't real, that aren't true, and that sets you up, fear, doubt, depression, anxiety, and it brings you to the present, which is faith, full faith of God and with God in the present moment. That's what the present is. God is in the present. And that's what the silent prayer does for you. It helps you practice being in the moment. So you got to do the silent prayer. You have to do the silent prayer. You have to do the silent prayer. I hear people all the time um, on Jesse's show, but not even just Jesse's show, my friends who do the silent prayer say, I'm not doing it. I haven't been doing it because the silent prayer seems like it's not working. That's a big mistake. You got to do the silent prayer every morning and every night. And I'm not talking about just going through the motion, just sitting there. Because I've done that too. Just like, I am doing a silent prayer. I'm sitting here, eyes are closed, but that's going through the motions. I'm talking about watching your thoughts and taking it serious. Three easy steps. And it's so simple, and that's all God wants us to do. Number Step number one, repent. Full honesty with self. Step number two, forgiveness. Realize it's wrong for hating another broken person. Number three, silent prayer. Staying out of your thoughts and staying in the present, and that's faith. Faith is in the present. Trusting that God is going to work everything out for you. You don't got to be in your head. You don't got to overthink. God is working it out. And the only time we need to be in our head, and some of you guys may know because this is the message that Jesse Lee Peterson preaches on often, is that the only time we need to go to our minds is when we're using the mind as a tool, right? To solve a problem, like not spiritual problem, but solve a problem like, um, like, um, like for me, I'm a dancer and I have to come up with choreography for my classes. I'm a, I'm a dance instructor. So I have to think of what my students need. Okay, like uh, she's a beginner, so I got to figure out Okay, she's she's learning the basics, so she has to make sure she moves big. We got to get her to grow in confidence. So I have to figure out different ways to work with the student. So I'm using my brain as a tool in that moment, right? But when I'm done doing the choreography and now I'm on my way to my classes, I shouldn't still be thinking about how to do that. Because then at that point, now Satan's getting involved. You're not going to be ready. You're going to do it wrong. So only use your mind as a tool when it needs to be used as a tool. But when it comes to solving like actual issues in, within, like overcoming, you can't do it. 
we can't do it. Only God can do it. So that's why we're just supposed to be aware and be in the present. And um, that's actual faith. And trust God is going to work out everything for you. And that's perfect peace. Those three simple steps, walking on water, guaranteed, or your money back. Okay? Um, yeah, that's all, y'all. That's it. Keep it simple. Keep it chill. Follow those three things, and everything else around it will all make sense. We have to learn how to keep it simple. Keep it simple. Don't try to stop doing the vices. Don't try to stop doing all these things. Don't try to do none of that. None of that. Keep it simple. Um, meditation helps you connect to your higher self, which is God. It's very true. Silent prayer. All right. Does that make sense, y'all? This was fun. I'm glad I did this. Because I got to spend a little time with the chat, and that was kind of cool. And, um, yeah, and some people on Instagram are, like, are engaging, and I appreciate that, too. And, yeah, I just didn't have to rush, so that was nice. I appreciate you guys. But what I am going to end um, just because I ain't got nothing else to say. Right? Then we just going to be looking at each other and looking silly. Me looking at the camera. So um, I appreciate you guys. As always, you can podcast the show audio only on Apple Music, or no, Apple Podcasts and uh, Spotify and all those things if you want to listen to the show audio only. Other than that, you could check me out full episodes, past episodes on YouTube. As you guys know, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Tell your peoples about the show, y'all, so we can get the message out. Um, follow everybody across the platform. The American Anchor Baby, um, uh, James from The Hake Report, um, Hassan, Wow Hassan. Follow everybody, right? Because there's a network that's being built the JLP network, which is also, we got some surprise coming out. I, let me chill because I'm about to reveal too much. But we got some stuff coming, so you want to subscribe to everybody. Follow me on Instagram, Joel Friday TV. I'm pretty active on Instagram, right? Instagram and YouTube, I'm active. I'm on TikTok too. We're all over the place. So make sure you follow all platforms across the board, the Gifted of Dance, Joel Friday TV. JLP network and let's spread the message because the world is going through it. Anyway, thank y'all. I appreciate it. That's it. Until next time, if the Lord is went, I'll see you guys on Tuesday and we'll get into some more stuff, some more fellowship and we'll go from there. Amazing. Until next time, y'all. Bye.